Well, welcome everybody. We are so excited to do another bonus podcast uh, for our new series called One Commandment. And my name is Daniel. I'll be one of your hosts and I'm joined by a co-host, Julie Yoder. Yeah, hey, my name's Julie and I have the honor of serving as co-senior pastor here along with my husband, Mike. But today we have two special guests with us. We have Di Lehman, who is my mom and also our founding pastor. Yes. Always an honor to be here and to join in with all the young people. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Samuel Warden, one of our youth pastors joining us. Super fun. Excited to hang out with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I also lead the School of Kingdom Ministry. I forgot to say what I do. Yeah. So honor and privilege to do that. Also on the preaching team here. And that is also an honor and privilege. And our our hope for this podcast is actually just to go a little deeper with the Ten Commandments. Um, sometimes we think they're obsolete. Sometimes we think they're out of date, but wow, as we've studied and dig, <laughs> dug into this, they, they are not. And so we just want to give a little wider context and to really help um, us walk out what, what does it mean to follow Jesus in, in light of 10 commandments and light of faith, all those kind of things. But Julie, yeah, you know, we kind of, you know, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit works together to help us decide on these kind of series. And so could you give us a little bit of context of how that happened? Yeah, I think it was about nine months ago, we started having conversations about uh, during a brainstorming meeting, what do we feel like Holy Spirit is asking us to teach and preach on? And this idea came up. I actually think it was from Jamie at our Sullivan campus had this idea initially, and she'd listened to a Bible project podcast. And that's often how we get ideas. Someone listens to a podcast and says, Ooh, that's an interesting topic. And we kind of wrestled with it. We thought about it. And at first, I'm going to be honest. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to spend, you know, the entire summer talking about the 10 commandments that kind of felt heavy and hard. But yeah. as I began to read and do some more research, and then we found some incredible resources, um, I really felt the Holy Spirit breathing on this topic. I think it's a topic that's often been misunderstood. Agreed. People are definitely passionate about the Ten Commandments, and we're going to talk more about that in this podcast. But really, it was a process of listening to Holy Spirit, and it's been amazing how the Holy Spirit has really woven together around the theme of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, our series from this year, starting with the Lord's Prayer, and then, of course, um, going into our Heaven series that we did, and now this. And it's been interesting to kind of see the thread that's been woven throughout. And so I'm excited to dig in today. Yeah, Jesus is really building something. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, I think... Uh, we're in a time where we need our foundational beliefs, just more anchors, more. And so I, I'm, I'm really excited. Well, I think that's just your comment right there, Julie, that it's all like around, centered about the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I like uh, the definition of the kingdom of God as being the order of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we often say rule, reign, yeah. but the order of God. And it's... You, for a kingdom, you need order. Yeah. And it's amazing to me how these 10 commandments yeah. bring order to our lives. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. You know, we always do a few disclaimers. You know, we, we are well studied. We dig in. I know yeah. that we're, you know, we're getting mentored. A, a few of us are getting mentored from Derek Morphew, um, who is a theologian from South Africa, had been part of the Vineyard Movement for a very, very long time. Yeah. And it's been stretching and amazing. Um, and we're actually 
talking about the Ten Commandments, (laughs) but it wasn't related us to doing the series. And so there's all these things, but, you know, we always try to say, hey, we're not the experts, but we're on the journey together with you. And we have done a lot of research and study, and we want to help you apply it to your life. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to jump right in with an icebreaker. Yeah. And, oh yeah, go ahead. No, you go for it. Okay. So when you think of the Ten Commandments, what do you think of? I think a lot of people <laughs> oh, think man. all these things. Yeah. And so I just have a funny thing. I'll start out and then you guys yeah. can think about it. But, <laughs> um, you know, before Jesus, I watched <laughs> Mel Brooks movies, their, their comedies. And I realized, you know, once I started following Jesus, I watched one and I'm like, oh, this is way inappropriate. <laughs> but I do have all these memories. And, you know, yeah. Mel Brooks comes out with 15 commandments and he's like, I hereby give you the 15. And then one drops and breaks and he's like, oi, 10, 10 <laughs> commandments. And so every time I hear 10 commandments, yeah. that is That's burned amazing. into my brain. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Well, while we're guys? on the movie train, <laughs> yeah. of course, this yeah. will date me totally because this is the original 10 commandment movie with Charlton Heston yeah. Yeah. as Moses. And uh, so when you say Ten Commandments, that's the vision I have, you know, yeah. of, of Charlton Heston up on Mount Sinai <laughs> receiving the stone tablets. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the same for me, actually. That's that's, <laughs> that's the awesome. first, like, uh, Christian movie that I can remember mm. was the Ten Commandments yeah. as a kid. Yeah, I think of a cartoon for some reason. Okay. Like, in my head, I <laughs> see more of a cartoon character. And then, of course, the story is when he first comes down the mountain, there's the golden calf. Yeah. And so I also see the golden calf. Um, <laughs> and wait, do you see the... The, the tablets being smashed. Yes. Oh, these these really aren't good memories of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> right. I, I hope we have something more positive to say. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. I think we will. Uh, I well, think, I think, we think we people will. have very strong yes. memories and images oh, yeah. attached yeah. to the Ten Commandments. And, you know, if we just take a quick look at history, we see that there have actually been many um, battles over the Ten yeah. Commandments, their relevance, their importance, um, or their lack of importance. In fact, uh, in my message a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this, about how in Kentucky in the late 70s and early 80s, there was actually a Supreme Court case and the court decided that it was actually unconstitutional mm-hmm. to post the Ten Commandments in classrooms. Now, recently, there's actually been a few states trying to get the Ten Commandments yeah. back in classrooms, Texas and Tennessee. And so this is a very hot topic. And so the first question I want to throw out there is, are the Ten Commandments obsolete? Mm-hmm. Are they out of date? Should we be posting them places? And I'm just going to throw that question out there. <laughs> throw, throw it to the wolves. <laughs> Here you go. Well, I don't believe they're obsolete, but I think their purpose has totally been misunderstood. And I actually think mis applied Mm -hmm. even in those states that are seeking to post them. First of all, we are a nation that embraces freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. And if I were a Muslim believer uh, or an atheist and my child was in that classroom, I don't think I would want the Ten Commandments up there. Maybe, maybe not. But all that aside, um, I do not believe they're obsolete. I, I do believe people have misunderstood them as being the way to get to God Hmm. or the only way to please God. And that is not at all the intention. So if anybody wants to follow up on that. I think, I think the heart behind it, like getting God into school is like that side of it's probably pure, but I think the method is wrong. There you go. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I think, I think if we start realizing that Christ in us is the hope of glory and not, 
Not like, oh, mm-hmm. if I put these on the walls, everyone's going to come to Christ. It's like, no, if your life says Christ, people will start noticing. There so mm-hmm. yeah, I think the, the heart is right, but the method is wrong. I would probably air with the end. They're not obsolete. <laughs> no. They're complete. They're just not obsolete. Yeah. 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 That's really good. So why are the 10 commandments important? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, I think it's amazing that we have someone much smarter <laughs> who's lived a lot longer and is more powerful who actually says like, do you want to know how to have the best life? Mm. Then here's just 10 simple commands. I mean, wow, that's pretty amazing that mm-hmm. he can summarize 10 important truths for contributing to our having a very fruitful, prosperous, healthy life. And it's, again, all because they dictate to us how best to love him Mm -hmm. and how best to love one another. And of course it takes the Holy Spirit to do all that, but yes. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why they're important is it's a sign of God's covenant people. Yeah. So like when we put it in the right historical context, Mm -hmm. we don't look at them as legalism or laws. We look them as loving. Mm-hmm. That's right? good. And mm-hmm. so, and I don't know how fast we want to get into the historical nerd part because that's that's more my hey, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jump yeah, right I in. think I think one of the things is like we've looked at him as legalism and not love. Yes. So if you don't know, I know we've done a lot of studying lately and stuff, but like God brings Israel out of Egypt where he judges, you know, through the 10 plagues. It's like this picture of him judging all the false gods and stuff. And they're in a nation that's polytheistic, meaning we worship all the gods and every God, and then we worship ourselves and stuff like that. And so when he brings them out and delivers them, these are like the, the basic rules and regulations of like, how do we live in true freedom? Cause freedom isn't where you can do whatever you want. So it's like, how do we live in true freedom? And then like, how do we actually separate ourselves from different nations? And so, well, and it wasn't yeah. like how to actually become a son or yeah. daughter of yeah. Christ. No, no. They were already yeah. they in were the already family God's of people. God. They yeah. were God's people. Yeah. So yeah. the 10 commandments yeah. are not a means of like- Identity. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. And and giving you access to God. You already have that. Now mm-hmm. here's the best way to live. Yeah, okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's important. So yeah. powerful. And I think that's such a mind shift for people. Yes. Because I think people have often thought, if I obey the 10 commandments, yes. I'll go to heaven. Yeah. Right. Or I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. And what really, when we understand the context- that changes how we engage with God. Yes. yes. And that is such a powerful, I, I love the idea that the 10 commandments are the rules of engagement mm-hmm. yep. with yes. both God and man. And, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yes. and again, it's it's for our benefit. It is incredibly relational. Yeah. And that's actually how we got to not naming the series, the 10 commandments, yeah. but rather the yeah. one, one commandment. The amount of walls and, that would have went up with 10 commandments. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. So let's just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's good. How did we get there? And Di or Daniel, you know, I'm going to pitch it to you. Uh, how did we get there in terms of naming it one commandment, learning to love? Well, I, I think it's so insightful when we look at the 10 commandments the first, well, four at least, mm-hmm. and then depending on how you read the fifth, but the first part of the Ten Commandments are all about how yeah. to express your love, your mm-hmm. deep love for Yahweh, mm-hmm. for the Almighty God, the God who is, who was, and is to come. And then the remaining six are how to love your neighbor, how yeah. to love those around you. And so it captures the essence is all about 
love. Well, mm-hmm. then, of course, it's given under the old covenant. So we, you know, travel over to the New Testament mm-hmm. and the new covenant where Jesus tells us clearly, yeah. I now I'm going to give you a new command that you're going to love as I loved you. Mm-hmm. We are to love one another. Yeah. Well, that's incredibly important because we discover, you know, in John's writings, we love because he first loved us. Yeah. And so yeah. mm-hmm. it's this whole circle of love, if you will. And there's essentially one command and it mm-hmm. is to love as he loved. Yeah. And we can only do that as we receive his love. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot of love. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of love. Yeah. And when Jesus, I, I know when he was like asked, like, how do I summarize all this? Or what are their most important yes. commandments? Yeah. He goes, well, you love the Lord, your God. Right. With all your heart, mind, yeah. soul, and strength. So that's, you know, our vertical, that's the first four-ish. Yes. And then you love your neighbor as yourself. He, he summed them up with the two. And then later on, he goes even further. You know, it's all just a response. Yes. When you realize how much I love yeah. you. Yes you will love. Mm -hmm. You will also respond to me, but you'll also be able to love so powerfully that everybody that looks at that kind of love will go, wow, you're different. Yes. You're, you're, you must follow God. You must know Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think that's just profound the, how, you know, you were saying God could like summarize like a, a, a good life, a wonderful life in 10 mm-hmm. to two <laughs> right. to one. Of course, it, we, he has to flesh out yes. the one because love right. is so misunderstood. It yep. really is. And now more than ever, love yep. is misunderstood. Well, I, love so, yeah. Yeah, I love pizza. Yeah, I love pizza. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and, um. and so knowing how God defines love is incredibly yeah. important because Huge. it doesn't always mean agreement. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that I'm even particularly going to like something, but there is that whole dimension of respect and uh, the whole dimension of, as it's described in the scripture, what love is, patient, kind, you know, doesn't uh, bear grudges, you know, believes all things, et cetera. So yes, that, and that love then is fleshed out Mm -hmm. by those commandments. We don't steal, we don't lie, we don't covet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something that I think is really important and that I think we need to take a little bit of time on. The Ten Commandments are found in the Old Testament, which is part of the Old Covenant. And one of the kind of confusing things is often then that people, because of their understanding, they say, well, you know, didn't Jesus like take care of it? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't it obsolete because Jesus has fulfilled? So could we talk a little bit about the Ten Commandments? We've talked about their purpose about their, the purpose of that they helped the Israelites learn how to relate to God and relate to others. Mm-hmm. But what happened like when the Israelites broke one of these rules yeah. and then how did Jesus kind of enter into that equation? Let's just talk about that a little bit as we kind of understand again, how yeah. the 10 commandments still apply to us today. So what would you guys say? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of the things that we have to realize about God is that he knows way more than we do. And so in making oh, all these, in making, yeah, right. We can tell, yeah, we, he knows, but in making all of these laws and, and coming to agreement with Israel, he built in this thing called the mercy seat. Mm-hmm. And like, he knew that we would break. I mean, they literally broke the, the I think second commandment within 20 seconds of yeah. Moses coming down. Right. <laughs> and so he built in the mercy seat where it's a sacrificial system. So, um, the best way to describe it is that like, there was a group of people, high priests, Levites, that would 
help people make sacrifices. So they'd go throughout the year like, hey, I've sinned against my mom and dad, or I've done X, Y, and Z. And they would just sacrifice animals. And this, the picture of it is a mercy seat, that blood would go on the mercy seat and the judgment would come to that blood and be like, okay, this is being punished, not the people. Mm-hmm. And so I think just knowing that God knew that he could set us up for success by giving us a mercy seat, mm-hmm. that we see that throughout the entire Old Testament, like yes. time and time again, just disobeying or breaking laws and then the mercy seat coming into play to where that union and relationship with God was never... Um, Op, like completely gone. It would just be, yes, make a sacrifice. Let's get back in right standing with the Lord. And so, yeah, yeah that's that's what I, I think about that. And what you see in the Bible is just a mercy seat. Well, and Jesus, of course, basically is that mercy yeah, seat. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, which is and it's important to know, you know, it's he fulfilled the law. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he, that doesn't mean though that then, mm-hmm. oh, we don't have, any need to continue to obey right. what God has taught us because he says, those who love me, keep my, my commands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he also said, not one of these commands will pass away. None of the law actually passes yeah. away. Yeah. And totally. so what does it mean he fulfilled the law? Well, he fulfilled the sacrificial yep. Yep. Uh, taking on our sin, yep. our sicknesses, our shame, our mm-hmm. death, yeah. and fulfilled the law completely and now offers us what? His righteousness yeah. Yeah. and his empowering presence living mm-hmm. within us to walk in obedience yeah. and to walk in the joy of of the way God has prescribed. Yeah. yeah. And I love that distinction, you know, when it comes to like, the, the law did not go away. It no. actually now is on our hearts, yes. which is yep. crazy to think yeah. it's yes. written on our hearts. You know, when you read the Bible and something jumps out to you, do you know that's because it's written on your heart and it's that. like coming together like, oh, yeah. the Holy Spirit is speaking. Um, but the, you know, the covenant, the old Mosaic covenant, that is obsolete. Yes. Um, and now we have a new covenant, but the law will go on forever, right? It's the law of love. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I think that kind of distinction has helped me uh, kind of understand that that more. Does, does that make sense? Well, is, is I that think heretical? it's important. You use the words <laughs> mosaic covenant. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, and we probably don't have time to tease this out in the, the podcast, but it's important to understand the different types of covenants. Yes. And yes. There's at least five, maybe six mm-hmm. <laughs> that are mm-hmm. mentioned in the Old Testament. And so the Mosaic covenant was one of blessing and cursing, blessing and cursing. You obey, you get blessed. You disobey, you get cursed. Under the new covenant, well, that's all changed because that covenant is made between the father and the son and we are in the son and we receive all of the blessings. And so it's no longer a obey, get blessed. It's, you know, trust him. You receive, you believe and receive. Yeah. Exactly. For us. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and a lot of the laws in the Old Testament were like ceremonial and cultural, right? It, yes. And so those course. actually stopped at the cross because, you know, Gentiles are now welcome into the family right. of God. And so when we say law, we do have to define, Delineate. yeah, yes. what are, which yeah. laws are you talking about? Because there was what, 630 13. or 13? 13. Yeah. And yeah. actually like not one person was supposed to obey all of them because some were for men, some were for women, That's right. some yeah. were for kids, some mm. were for Levites. And so- like that stuff stopped, but like the law, like you said, the law of love is on our hearts. Yeah. And that's, yes. yeah, that's where we should be going. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, this conversation makes me just grateful again for a community of people who want to learn together. Yeah. Yes. And we want to encourage you that actually 
learning and diving in, studying topics like this, it will enrich your life with Jesus mm-hmm. in a way that is so freeing. Yeah. Because as you understand the context, I was just reminded as you all were talking about the covenants, one great book that we like to recommend is Jonathan Welton's yep. How to Understand yeah. the Whole Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it is How to Understand uh, it's understanding, understanding the Whole Bible. Yeah, just a powerful book. And he actually breaks down the different covenants mm-hmm. that are found throughout scripture. And it is amazing how when you understand mm-hmm. the covenant that you're reading, specifically when you're reading some of the Old Testament texts that are more challenging, it changes the way you understand the Bible. Yeah, because you can think, why would God do that? Why would he hurt those people or wipe out this, you know- Nation or whatever, yeah. Nation, but when you realize the covenant he's under, blessing and cursing Mm -hmm. and- the detestable practices, you know, the, some of those people were doing. Yeah, yes. I mean, right. there's, like there's all that. sacrificing their children. The sacrificing yes. their children. I mean, but it, it helps you understand and realize, okay, it is the same God. Yeah, you know, and He's relating to us in a different way. But it was all setting up for Jesus, and now there's grace and love and freedom and power to live free from sin. Those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, when you have clarity on covenants, it helps. Yeah. Like. Because covenants define the relationship. And so when you know what the rules of the relationship or of engagement are, you've defined the relationship. Oh, and under the new covenant, it's a relationship of faith. And so that's totally different from just a raw, meet the conditions and then you're blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So powerful. I think what's been helpful in this like series, 10 commandments is, you know, when I, I don't know if you had like a, oh, well, that's the law. Well, that's the old Testament mm-hmm. or that's the old covenant. Yeah. And you would almost discount it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think what I realized, you know, cause in the old Testament or even in the new Testament, it says like the old covenant was a glimpse. A shadow. Of what was to come. Yes. So that, that means there's actually really good things in it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And just even realizing like, oh wait, I see God's heart now in the Ten Commandments mm-hmm. that yeah. He wants us to thrive in our relationship with Him, thrive yes. with relationship with others. Yeah. That His heart is connection. He's not like, I don't know. It's just opened my mind in a whole mm-hmm. different way where He He's not a different God than I know now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Like Jesus yeah. revealed Him fully, but it's like, oh, that is the same. Yeah, it was the same back then. And so, yeah. I don't know if that helps you. Is like, you know, you're. <laughs> in your faith and you're reading the Old Testament and you're reading the Ten Commandments and you're even tracking with us on these Ten Commandments, like, I hope you're catching, like, the heart of the Father, His love that He wants us to thrive. And if we actually just follow His ways, like, if we actually just obey. Do it His way. Do it His way. (laughs) It does work. It does work. Your life just goes so much better. I I don't know. So that's come alive to me, even just studying the Old Testament and the New uh, and, and my faith feels a little more renewed, yeah. just yeah. like, wow, God, you're amazing that you could weave this together yeah. like that. Absolutely. I do want to commend all of us to really embrace the Old Testament. Mm. And yes. I'll be the first to say it's controversial. It can be hard to understand. I yeah. can't pronounce half the words. <laughs> but, you know, a, we recommend Bible Project, who takes you through Great every book of the really Bible, good. all the major themes. And... We're, we really align with them theologically yeah. because the Bible tells one story and yep. it doesn't just start in Matthew. Yeah. 
it starts in Genesis and goes all the way to Revelation. And you so your faith will just soar as you see that one story. Jesus is mm-hmm. actually the hero already oh, back yep. in the garden. <laughs> yep. And, you know, culminating uh, with the arrival of the new heaven and new earth. So yeah, yeah. Old, old covenant, Old Testament, definitely. And uh, I hope we can even recommend more resources to all of our people and, and particularly with your young children, mm-hmm. dive in mm-hmm. to the Bible, but don't neglect, don't neglect the Old Testament. Yeah. 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 I think for me, like just studying the Old Testament, I'm like finding out God is way kinder than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yeah. I know he's a kind, caring God, but like, I mean, just with the 10 commandments, they broke it three times in a row yeah, right. and he still <laughs> rewrote it out of kindness yes. so they could be with him. Yes. And so like, I think when you do have that like clarity and you actually aren't letting fear of like, I may not know, like, but you actually dive in, like you find out how kind God is. And then you start seeing Jesus's face pop up left and right in the Old Testament. You're like, oh, this is the characteristic of a a savior. This is the characteristic of a deliverer, of a healer, of a rewarder. And so like, I don't know, I've I've just been falling in love with God even more. That's awesome. Samuel, and as our youth pastor, I'm thrilled that you're saying it. <laughs> yeah. yes. Because I do think um, it, it has been a tactic, a tactic of the enemy mm-hmm. to really discredit, yeah. quote, the God of the Old Testament, focus yeah. on, you know, genocidal right. events, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, really violent events, things we don't necessarily understand or we can't comprehend in our culture. But once you open your mind to all the text, yeah. I mean, the Lord God is gracious, compassionate, slow, slow to anger, to anger mm-hmm. rich in love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's repeated over and over in so many ways. And you allow the Holy Spirit to be like, yes. And there's a lot of things we won't yeah. understand, mm-hmm. but yeah. let's grab onto the things we do yeah. and yeah. That nurture our faith. Yeah, and if yeah. God's willing to do that for Israel, how much more is he willing to do for you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, I, I, I don't know. I get excited about oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I love that even statement. Like, let's let's just do what we do understand. Yes. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of mystery. Well, there's yeah, a lot we don't understand. About that. Yeah. But there's a lot we do understand. Yeah. Yeah. There's pretty some yeah. explicit Old Testament and New <laughs> <Right>. Testament <laughs> yeah. ways to love and follow yeah. God and to, you know, even r- remove sinful actions, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yes. Like, just follow those things and boy, yeah. you will yeah. thrive. Yeah. yeah, I love that the Israelites called these 10 commandments the 10 words. Yep. Um, and there's 10 things. There's 10 simple things that actually bring us closer to God and bring us closer to one another. And in the second part of our conversation, we're actually going to take a little bit deeper dive into some of those topics. And we're going to just talk about how relative Mm. uh, these topics really are for us in today's time and today's culture. And so we want to say thank you for joining us today. Thanks for the honest conversation about some of the historical context, (laughs) Old Testament, Old Covenant. Fall in love with it. Yes. (laughs) Such great encouragement. Daniel, would you just pray for us and close us out today? Yeah, Jesus, I just thank you for everyone listening that is just on a, a, a journey of faith with you and God, that you would just expand their understanding. Uh, like what does it mean to love? What does it mean to, to connect with you in a significant way? Uh, but also just to love others in such a powerful way that everybody knows that we're your disciples. And so, Lord, where there's confusion, I thank you that you are such a gracious teacher. Mm -hmm. You're a guide. You're the guide, Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. And so we just welcome you um, as we're on this journey together. And I just thank you, Lord, that uh, you are for us, that you're not against us. 
And when you are for us, no one can be against us. (laughs) So we just bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.